And I also looked at a bunch of other things. For me personally, for me personally, getting Pali is not really a goal. Like getting you know, a passport is not really a goal. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the only one surprised right now. <laughs> I, will mar- I will marry for Pali. Let me just tell you. Let me just, let Today, Ifoma and I will be co-hosting this segment, yeah. Um, and Banky's our guest. <laughs> hey, Banky, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Um, thank you. Thank you. It's an honor to be here. Yes, thanks this. for honoring the invitation. <laughs> I am super, super excited to have you on here today. Uh, Ifoma, are you working towards going to diaspora as well? I am. I am, but not everybody's doing it, so I'm just tired. Like the stakes are higher now, I beg. And dollar is dollar is just going up. So the money you even put for proof of funds, like it, the money is just going. You just every day. Like you're just watching the value go down every day. Actually, that's a value thing because like, if you take one month to process your stuff, I'm sure Naira doesn't stay stable for more than a month. Yeah, no, and that and that thing, they like it's. It's the it's the dollar that like the I think most times like the dollar equivalent stays the same, but you and your naira like you're the one that has to keep um upping what you what you have a bag. Man, it's always been in my head that you started this programming stuff when you were fourteen, like you literally started at a very young age, and I can't wrap my head around it because now I would say it's more common. You find that parents are sending their children to learn how to code even at the age of six or seven i i need to understand anybody appear yeah. to you in a dream <laughs> oh. no, 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 no. i mean i mean i have i want to know what your thought process no was of, then there's no form of foresight at all it was just you know regular holidays i don't know what you guys did for holidays child but regular holidays, i realized that i wasn't doing anything like i was just always bored like nothing to do and i know they go party or anything i was just always at home doing nothing so I told my mom, like, I want to learn Corel Draw and all these, you know, you know, graphics things, like just find some computer thing in the area. And then she took me to one, one of her assistants, actually, one of her PAs took me to a two to one computer place. And the guy said, Ah, why are you wasting time learning, trying to learn Microsoft Word and all these Corel Draw things? I can teach you Java. I'm like, what is Java? I don't know what Java is. Like, don't worry, let's start learning Java, let's start learning, you know, some database stuff. That was how it happened. I mean, there was a push from my side to actually try to learn something, but it wasn't programming. That's for sure. It wasn't programming. I wasn't trying to learn programming. We were just trying to learn. We were just trying to stay busy during the holidays. And then the guy that owned the conversation was like, ah, no, no, no. This guy should do this. Like, don't waste your time learning all this graphic stuff. Like, learn proper programming. So that was how my journey started. And I think for the guy, it was more like trying to, you know, get the most money from my parents, quite frankly, because he was telling them to, like... <laughs> Oh, okay, ah, let's let's buy this book for him. Let's buy this one for him. Let's buy this one for him. How how let's old were you there? Sorry, I was fourteen, going on fifteen. Okay, so this was like holidays from like secondary school, almost I think SS two or SS three then, and then yeah. So the guy now said, I mean, so there was a big emphasis on like getting certifications back then, although it's very very irrelevant now. Uh, it's like ah, let's 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 sign him more for certifications. You know, let him write exams, and I mean the exams are pretty easy. The guy will just give you like the pass to read up, and you get hundred percent in the exams. I felt good because I think I scored really high in those exams, like those education Java certification mm-hmm. exams. 
And were you just I reading them to... or was there any practical part to it? So it was just there was a lot of practical parts where you need to like to like talk about you know data types and stuff that you learned while reading the books. But I mean if anyone comes and if any programmer comes and shows me a certificate, oh I have a certification in Java for me, it's like and so what, you know. But then I was like feeling <laughs> on top true. of the world, like I had this education, you know. And but I mean today no one no one asks for all those kind of things. The path nowadays is different you know, if you're trying to be a software engineer. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's a lot different nowadays. Yeah. But do you think how would that how would maybe those programming classes without Banky or I think I, I don't know how we would have navigated all of that because <laughs> It was so that wasn't even cramming properly. Like it, so they'll say, oh cram. I mean it's funny that you say now cramming code is just is just weird. But we and when, the... and when they private school and we paid a premium so... <laughs> it's the same in all the schools, quite frankly. It's the same you are in like I'm sure because the the, the quality is just not great in general. You know, yeah, and the thing is, know, the lecturers don't know, so you cannot give what you don't have. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, did you not see a video of this in the lag? Uh, this in the lag online courses where the guy is just using his mouse to points like complex mathematical calculations, like and you add this, and you add this, and you the, this, and you, this, can and you, you get, get this. this. <laughs> I think I saw that one. <laughs> I just kept imagining, like, what would make me. Like in secondary school, I'm thinking of holidays and I'm going to visit my friends and have fun and all of that. So all the same, um, he wanted to learn. In secondary so, school, it was such a, my own was that, I think my friends, my mom was concerned that I couldn't cook. So it was like, oh, <laughs> informa, 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 informa should learn how to cook, but I still cannot cook. So I'm like, maybe they should have <laughs> maybe they should have put me in one of these Java classes. It was such a waste of effort. Anyhow. <laughs> So, Banky, you're where are you right now? Let's start from there. Like, where are you? Where are you currently on the school? Right like, now, right now, I'm in London, England. Ah. <laughs> the accent, the accent never marinates well, you know. <laughs> the accent doesn't like going inside. But I don't think I'll ever get an accent because I mean, you have to like be here, go to school here, you know, work here. I haven't. I don't even know where my office is right now because lockdown and all, you know. My only interactions has been like going out to like the grocery shop and all. Yeah, so London, England, that's where I am. I, go, I moved here about two months ago from Berlin, Germany. Before that, I was in Hamburg, Germany. And before that, I was in Lagos, Nigeria for 20 something odd years. 20 something yeah. odd years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So why do you why did I leave? I mean, do you need a re- do you need a reason to leave? <laughs> I mean, I was talking to my to some of my friends, to yeah. my close friends today, and they were like ranting about how I'm more queue, you know, they have to like queue on the they have to go get fuel and need to queue. And one of them was talking about how his mom used uh, you know, you are my son to get to the front of the queue yesterday. Yeah. And I'm like <laughs> Man, these are the kind of things that I always want to push you, push you out. But you know? what year did you leave again? Sorry, I left twenty eighteen. Yeah, and I actually, so I was hosting for masters, and I was hosting for jobs at that time. Uh, I got admitted to a school in Canada at that time, and but money not complete, so <laughs> started looking for. 
<laughs> they, wanted, they want me to bring like I don't know, twenty five grand, twenty five thousand Canadian. Um, when I add all the naira, I get because all the mom see drops more, popsy drops more. Um, the money wasn't enough, and yeah, so I found a job thankfully, and then yeah, pack my bags, move to Germany. Okay, let's let's rewind. Like I want to understand the process because you literally left Nigeria with a job. <laughs> Actually, so, so it's not like I, it's not like it's not like I just woke up and said, okay, let me start applying for jobs. It was like a long, it was like a go for one plan, the plan fails, go find that plan, the plan fails. So uh, I actually start, I wanted to start the PR stuff. I actually still have like documents showing when I went to do like the uh, health, like the test. I don't know some Man. medical stuff. Yeah, some medical stuff. I was I think my name is even still in the Canadian website thing. Because I actually was planning to go because I had gotten the, the admission. And you know, a bunch of personal stuff as well that was motivating me to move then. And then, um, yeah, it didn't work out because I didn't have the money for the for the master's. And then uh, I started applying for jobs. I didn't even know it was a thing that people were applying from Nigeria and moving. I was just like applying randomly because there's this site called Stack Overflow where basically you're just answering questions, tech questions. And then there's a lot of companies that are posting on this website and if you have like a profile that has answered questions in the past they reach out to you directly like hey we see that you're active on this community uh would you like to like we have, we have openings and so on and then i found the job i eventually joined in germany uh, i found it via stack overflow and then i applied from there yeah. wow so that means it's not like you had so for example now like everybody in nigeria now you can see that oh the country is going bad. Like everybody, oh let me let me rush and leave. So that time it's not like you. So is it that you did not have any like foresight to say oh these people this country is not going anywhere. Maybe I should look for a way out. Like you just wanted to explore all options available. Yeah, to you. yeah. For me, it wasn't like oh more I must leave. It was like it was more <laughs> like I genuinely wanted to to get a master's degree in computer science. Genuinely mm-hmm. wanted to do that, not necessarily because. I wanted to jack up. My job was good-ish. It wasn't the best. I mean, it hmm. was it was good. It was good, but it wasn't like okay, you know. I was like cushy and stuff, and um, uh, I just I just saw that Omo, if I want to yeah, get a proper degree that will like open more doors in the future, I didn't necessarily right. get a degree not from you know being a lag or lasso or something. I wanted to get like a proper computer science master's degree, and also based on the fact that I didn't have like a computer science natural computer science background like i studied i see i was going i was going to go there i was going to go there <laughs> yeah yeah exactly i didn't have like a like a conventional like computer science degree so i wanted to like get one because naturally it opens a lot more doors for you but i mean we can talk about that later <laughs> it does no because you know we, were, we all went to school to read ic and we're feeling like <laughs> <laughs> Like we just we just had this pride, like we're engineering students, you know, we're engineering nah, that nah, was just nah. it. Like that thing was a big scam. Do you think that starting early was really, really pivotal to all of this? Do you think that, that was what what really helped you, or it was just Sherlock? It wasn't starting early and it wasn't Sherlock, I'd say. It wasn't either of those. It was more of the kind of conditioning I had in my last job. I was working in my first job at my only job in Nigeria. I was working like a, I don't know, 
like a horse in that in that glass company. I learned so much for the short time I spent there, and the level of knowledge I had compared to the level of experience I had was just not proportional. Right, so it had nothing to do with starting early. If I if I was new to programming and I joined that company and I was working where I was working and I was learning all the stuff I was learning, I think the opportunity I would have still been eligible for that opportunity. So it had nothing to do with the, with the fact because on my CV there's nothing that says I started this doing this thing, you know, in, in 2007 okay. or 2008. Mm-hmm. It just has oh my school and my it doesn't even have that I'm self taught. It doesn't have any of those things. It just has my degree my uh the, the job i did the, the kind of so you list the kind of things you've done and they're like oh this guy has just been working for you know two and a half years and he has been able to you know accomplish all this kind of stuff you know so for me it has there's no correlation at all i mean my mom still likes to think that ah thank you thank god for that man that you met to like nah forget that man girl. why did you, <laughs> you give know? that man a bottle of wine like, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's so- true have you got yes, <laughs> No, no, because I still don't think starting early had anything to do with it. Maybe it just based on the fact that when I went to the interviews, I didn't like have like imposter syndrome or like feeling like I didn't know what I was talking about because the oh. interviews actually knew what I was talking about. It's different when maybe you're trying to switch careers and you feel you don't know enough, you don't know enough, you don't know enough. I just went in like, ah, it's my first job now, my first interview. You know, I don't, get, I don't care if I don't get this one. I'll just keep applying. My parents are not kicking me out yet. Did you worry about, say, and maybe the Nigerian in me that is just skeptical, like, did you worry about exploitation? Like, so when you were negotiating, say, salary to leave for your job, did you say, "Ah, this money that they are giving? Because when you convert everything to Naira, it seems really, it seems really large. Then you go there and you see that this thing is not enough for your living expenses. Did you did you worry about that? No, no, I didn't even negotiate that. I didn't negotiate that. Oh my, you just got the salary for me. I calculated it in Naira. Ah, oh my, this is my girl. Oh yeah, I said, I said, I said. They were still trying to schedule calls, so there's usually a stage interview where the manager tries to convince you to join. I'm like, skip that stuff. I don't want to. <laughs> Because usually a lot of people have like offers from different companies and they yeah. have to talk with your manager and like telling you the kind of things you work on, uh, the, the future of the company, and it's trying to convince you basically to join that after they've given you the offer. Or more, I say, why are you booking now? Don't waste the manager's time, don't waste my time. <laughs> Just you know, send the offer, I'll sign it. I don't care. I didn't I didn't negotiate like an increase in salary at all. I just came and moved like that. After I moved, I mean Everywhere, software engineer jobs are usually, you're usually earning above average in general. It's not like mm. you're wealthy or anything. You're just like good. So when I went to Germany and I had a couple of friends and, you know, a circle, we knew what this person was earning. It wasn't like I was like earning the least. So I, I wasn't earning the most certainly, but uh, I still felt like, okay, it's fine. I mean, if I want to negotiate a bigger paycheck, you know. But I, I think some companies have now realized that people coming from that part, I'm not really negotiating, so let's just give them, let's just yeah. give them whatever, you know. The fact that you're leaving Nigeria with, you know, a salary that converted to Naira makes you, you know, 
look like a very, very excited. Person. It looks like you're rich. Yeah, forget yeah, that exactly. you got name rights monthly and everything. Yeah, that is exactly right, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so I, I find I, like I it's I something that, that people way. don't consider. It. People don't think of. I think it's just initial excitement. Like you're just happy to be out of this place. Then you go there, yes. and you're like, "Woo, this rent is killing me." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You feel like you feel like, "Oh, what's going on?" So you left Nigeria in 2018. What happened next? I left Nigeria for Germany. I left Nigeria to move to Hamburg. Not even like the most international city in Germany. Um, it was tough. I'm not going to lie. We had gone. Thankfully, I had like a friend that we just moved to, to Hamburg together. So he moved from like a, a Caribbean country. Is it Caribbean or South America? I don't know. Country. <laughs> and we moved to Germany like literally minutes apart. So we're like trying to figure out the whole country together, trying to figure out the processes and stuff together. If you look at how much vacations and holidays they get here, you know, like 30 days in my first job, like you get 30 days in a year. My wow. first month was okay. I can't even Mine is different. Mine is 15 days. So I'm still in that same. I, I didn't even know that I was waiting for a year. Like me, I, I wasn't taking it because Nigeria, way now you join a new job, you can't go on holiday until after a year. So I was just like chilling. My boss was like, ah, he's not gone in like four months. Are you sure you don't want to take like two or three Four days? months? I'm like, I, I can take. It's like, yes, now ah, you don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to. And then I imagine like, why why do Nigerian companies do this thing where you just join and they don't let you like take holidays? Yeah, until after a year. Until after a year. How is that even possible for someone to work endlessly for a year without? Mm-hmm. I mean, I did it, but uh, why am I asking? Like, is it possible? <laughs> it's, indeed, it's indeed possible, but you see, slowly your reality of Nigeria we keep sipping away, right? Now yeah, it's, it's just like unthinkable. Just like... Now, like, how how did I work? More? I mean, there's the occasional or I get malaria. <laughs> 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 oh my estate is they flooded. I don't think come out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but but when you but where you where you work or all you like when you were in Germany plus London, did you always have you know this Nigerian bus fare where you're supposed to work eight to five, then you will now be once it's five, you will now to like maybe seven to look busy. Do you did you have <laughs> at first it was like that? At first it was like that, like I don't want to come home for five, you know. And also based on the the like the experience I had in my in my first job in Nigeria, my only job in Nigeria, nobody left work at five. Nobody. People were wow. leaving like 9 p.m., 10 p.m., 11 p.m. and back at work at like nine or eight. So I'm like, ah, people are leaving at five, people are leaving at six, okay. When you're in Rome, man, because you have to like you have to just do like how the Romans are doing. So since I adapted, you know, holidays, I'm like always even yeah. like ginger and like ah, I need my time off, you know, if we should not call me. Like say, like say that's the bombing. It was kind of frowned upon as well in my jam. All the companies that worked with in Germany for you to work like past like time. It's like, ah, man, why are you not taking care of yourself? You know, it's kind of seen as irresponsible. Actually, mm. like be working endlessly because like ah, give yourself some time, you know, plan your day well so that you finish on time and then you have time for yourself. Yeah. For Nigerian people, that those people that are working to level, maybe in Nigeria YouTube they, they work from like they, they work from like. <laughs> because to be honest, I always say that you read that it doesn't make sense that you come to work eight to five is like how many hours? I think 
it's as if um nine or twelve nine hours, hours or so. Do you understand? Okay, it's nine hours and you were not able to complete the work for the day. Like it, no, it's just poor time management. But if you tell people, they'll say, Oh, this person is not hard working. Next thing you know, you're, you're not you're, you can't even you're, leave, you can't even leave the office before your boss. Why are you going too far? Like where are you going? Where are you going to Performance appraisal, and you will fail. So, everybody <laughs> just. <laughs> so, do you think his language thing that made you move? Uh, the language was a big problem. It was a big, big problem, especially in Germany. Especially in Hamburg, because I later moved to Berlin like after a few months. The problem with Hamburg was you, you're on Duolingo like the whole day, and then you say, okay, make I go practice with you, I don't learn. And then you go into the shops, and like, you already prepare, like, okay, you're going to ask. Do you have this thing? How much is it? You prepare like three sentences. Do you have this thing? How much is it? Thank you. And then the guy tries to form a conversation with you, like, guy, <laughs> I don't prepare for all these ones now, you know. I don't want to buy something and leave the shop. But does language have a, does it take a toll on you when you're in a country and you cannot, you cannot speak the, like you cannot make basic conversation because you usually like when you move to these um european countries like people always say that usually they're, they're very hostile people so they will usually not talk to you so do you think that not even speaking the language made it worse or even if you could speak the language it still would have not spoken to you yeah exactly so from a stress point of view and from a functional point of view so from a stress point of view you receive a letter and you can't read anything that the letter says, and then you need to bring out your phone, snap the letter, go to Google Translate and try to understand it. Or you're in the shop and you're trying to buy, I don't know, shampoo, and then you're like, man, what, what, what does this say? Does it say for men? Does it say for this kind of hair? Oh, and then it's you snap, true. The products in grocery oh, stores will be different. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you I snap, see. Then you snap it and then you're like, trying to understand, okay, what exactly is used for? You know what buy? Because there was one time I was playing football. And then I wanted to buy like cream because you play ball, you shower after, and then you cream your body before you go. So I bought like cream. I thought I bought cream before going to play ball. And then it turned out to actually be like, uh, I don't know, stuff that I use for showering. So after I finished showering and I was like changing and I was like trying to, <laughs> trying to rub cream on my body, it turned out I had bought soap. <laughs> <laughs> And I was rubbing so much on my body, but thankfully nobody saw, so I was like, chubby clean. And, and I'm like, okay, I'm just going to go back home looking ashy, you know. So those are the kind of little things where, that, you know, you receive a letter, you don't understand what the letter says, and you just need to be very determined to understand what the letter says. Or you're going, you're, you're seeing like maybe there are deals in the shop, and you don't understand that, like, okay, you can buy two for three euros, you know, yeah. because you, you can't read it. You know, you don't you don't buy it at the regular retail price, and you know you're losing you're losing all this kind of kind of like day to day daily deals, you know. And also, like generally speaking, with people in the shops, you're like really really anxious. At least for me, I was always very anxious, like going into the shops, like to speak to people because I'm like scared. Okay, what if I don't speak it the right way? What if what if? Well, one would think that this major like grocery stores we look for English speaking people, or at least oh, people that can. No. That bilingual or something like that, because no. I can just really I mean, imagine the experience I, I going to shop and I cannot understand what I'm buying. I think it's many I mean, times. If banks are not doing it, because you, you call a bank and like that's another problem. You're trying to fix something with your accounts, like 
maybe you see like a, a transaction that wasn't supposed to be there and you call the bank i think most banks naturally are not even allowed to speak to you in english so the guy responds to you and says you say okay i'm sorry do you speak english and he's like uh my english is not so good uh, i'll transfer you to my colleague now who speaks english all this in english and wow like, dude you just spoke english like mm. let's just continue the conversation but i think it's like more from a process point of view from a yes. regulatory point of view you know they're not allowed to does that person identify as an english speaking person yeah exactly they're not allowed to, to send terms and conditions to you it i think in english so there's a lot of like laws and regulations that they can't just do in english i tried to learn the language so many times like i wrote in three three classes like three schools and then i dropped out of three of them because I just got tired, you know. It's not the easiest language to learn. Yeah. Um, oh, well, been there. I can't. I cannot count how many French classes I've started and I stopped. No, but it was But learning a new language like is very stressful because I've been learning French. Like I have a tutor, and anytime we're practicing speaking, like my whole body pains me after because <laughs> you, I, I'm not able to. Like when I feel I'm just like you know what well, let me just lie down cool off because it, it, you know, <laughs> really because it's it's, experience yeah you. I don't know how to say like, like you're just tired after so <laughs> learning a new language is actually you no know, it's not easy is is actually uh, not yeah. <laughs> and I also looked at a bunch of other things for me personally for me personally getting Pali is not really a goal like getting you know, a passport is not really a, a, <laughs> How many countries are in this thing with that party that you have? Now? You I'm have getting that party. I have to. I have to. I don't even know why it's not a goal. That's why I Dooms, do what you need to do. Do what you need to do. When it comes to like having kids and you know all, the, all that kind of stuff, it makes a difference. But as an individual, personally, I mean, so far, I don't really see... Maybe there's something I'm missing, Shabba. For me, it's not like... You know for point. sure that that green passport, eh? The moment anybody sees you with it, it just changes things. No, 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 you, no you're right, you're right. Mikey, do you have any regrets? Like, do you regret... <laughs> do you regret leaving? Uh, or not, not, maybe I mean, not, necess- not necessarily leaving, but like, like when, you, when you think of like your journey, is there like any point where you think, oh, maybe I should have done this better? Uh, leaving Germany wasn't very straightforward to me. Like not like living in Nigeria, <laughs> no regrets whatsoever. Right? <laughs> <laughs> or you know, not being able to be settled in a particular place, you know, from Nigeria to Germany and now the UK. Living in Germany it was very, 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 very tough for me because of the kind of connections or the kind of network I had formed there. Mm-hmm. And you know, being able to move to another place where you need to like learn, okay, how does tax work? How does social security work? How do you pay this? How do you do that? How do you handle this? You know, it's like very, very- Yeah, I was going to ask you that, like, you know, you feel that feeling of being unsettled all over again, you know, I yeah, don't know how exactly. you're coping with that. Like living, it's like living on Africa. And I don't know how some people say they live, they live in like eight countries. I'm like, I've lived in like three and I'm, 
losing my mind because there's so much stuff to unlearn and relearn and stuff. But overall, Nigeria to where I am now, no regrets whatsoever. What do you think yeah. the future is? So you were saying initially that you don't think Pali is the goal for you. So what's the goal for you? Where do you think you would set to? I like... mean, Pali is a function of time, right? If I stay long enough somewhere, I will get the Pali. Yeah. Right? So me, I don't want to move again. That's the thing. I'm tired mm-hmm. of carrying my bags, moving to somewhere else. So I think I found Start where I over. Yeah. I think I found where I want to stay. And mm. the you're just six hours away from Nigeria, so that's yeah. Be... I mean, this place ticks a lot of the boxes because, like, it's close to home, you know, it's English speaking. There are more opportunities, yeah. a lot more opportunities for like tech people. Uh, mm. I mean, is I can just go out and I mean, Olu lives like I don't know if you know Olu now, Olu yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, 15 yeah. minutes away. So it's nice that you actually have someone that you it's not that you met the person here, someone that you've known forever, you know, yeah, and just like take a walk and then shit. Anyway, so Banky, you've worked three jobs now. You left Nigeria, you went to Hamburg, right? Mm-hmm. And you went Very to Berlin. Nice. And now you're in London. And in all three places, you had different jobs, right? Yes, yes. It was work that made me move across the three different places. Wow. So walk to out of Nigeria, walk to out of Hamburg, Berlin, <laughs> and now you found yourself in London. I, I mean, you guys say it's for the high, highest bidder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyways thank you for being here today uh Ifoma, thanks for joining us uh, thank you for having me thank you for coming back it was nice talking to you so see you guys soon bye <laughs> <laughs> bye